Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $3.99 a month. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. (laughs) Slam through. Taylor. R.I.P. Boiling Water, you will be missed. She's a killer queen, gunpowder gelatin, got a with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your mind, and it's slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. Do you get lost in those songs and forget the melody ever? Uh, well, this one was really confusing because yeah. in my head I sing it as one voice, mm-hmm. and then when I'm singing, I remember, wait, there's like three harmonies. There's a happening. lot. It there's absolutely, a lot it true, and it absolutely. Anytime I listen to Queen, I'm just shocked by how fantastic Freddie Mercury was. Yeah, so good. So good. Also, in that specific song, I read it and I'm like, what are they saying? I like it's not what I think it is. Oh yeah. Um, don't, if you pay attention to a Don't lot know. of lyrics, like it's nonsensical. People uh-huh. like, have you ever listened to "Red Under Red Under the Bridge" by Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, try to make those lyrics make sense. What about these lyrics? State of California. That's oh, not it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do this thing where if you listen to a Red Hot Chili Pepper song and just sing, sing other lyrics, sing on. all of their songs to that yeah. beat, and it works, and it's it's actually pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> what I got, you gotta get it, put it in you. I know what that means. All right. <laughs> Great transition. Well, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> to the Kemba Walker buyout. So the Thunder surprisingly bought out Kemba Walker. It had to be on my you. son's birthday. It had to be during his birthday breakfast. That's Ugh. just when it had to be. Uh, B-day B. Come on, guys. F. You should have waited. should have waited. So it was unexpected because the Thunder have never done anything like this before. I would expect there to be some kind of discount because one, I, I think they did it early enough in this whole process that they would have ha- he would have had to. Well, he's I mean, also recouping eight million. I think that's what the rumored contract of the Knicks is is eight million. So minimally, min- yeah, minimally minimum. you're getting an eight million dollar <clears throat> discount. Yeah, and Kimba had two years, right? Two years left at thirty five. Yeah, like $74 million, I think. And I don't know what the Knicks, if it's two years or if it's three years or whatever, but minimally they probably gain back that. But I bet, and they, I don't, you know, the Thunder are so secretive about everything. I have no idea when they'll, if they'll or when they'll release the details. I, w- 
I would guess that the someone will report it sometime around the same time that they're going to be the last team to release their summer league roster. They will be that. Yes. <sighs> so on buyouts, make me crazy. I'm like, why? Hey, like what? Chill, the secretiveness, Jerry. man. Like, hey, it's just your summer league roster chill. that we're going to finalize it. No, they might. Maybe they're trying to decide if Poku is going to play or not. He's not. He already said no. Yeah. See, he's definitely not playing. But did you hear that in the press conference? Sam said, we have a very specific offseason plan for Poku. Mm -hmm. And so he will not be playing in the summer league. Oh, really? It's steroids, I think. I hope so. Road rage. He's road raging right now. They can't release him out into public. It's like when that Hulk, you know, in the first Avengers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing. Or it's like when they have the Jurassic Park that they're introducing to Jurassic Park, the Velociraptor, I'm sorry. And they still get sucked in the cage. Yeah. He's yeah. going so wild. Yeah. It's Poku. It's Poku. <laughs> that is, it's, it's the best comp no, I've ever heard. I, and lots of teams have done this before. <laughs> draft, where, draft Express comp. Uh, a Velociraptor. Velociraptor at the very beginning. Remember Poku. the beginning of Jurassic Park? <laughs> it's that raptor. Thanks, KOC. I wish those were Kendrick Perkins' uh, comments during the draft. <laughs> It'd be much better if it was. Be awesome. Much, much, much better than... Well, that, he said it perfectly. I can't really add anything to that. 80 times. <laughs> no, Perk, you, Perk said some stuff. He, he called Moses Moody something that wasn't even remotely close to Moses Moody. Did you see uh, that? Dude, I've seen it 150 times. <laughs> Have you seen I that? I thought thing? someone edited that. No, to no, make no. it like more tries than he no, did. No, no. But Have no. you seen the meme where it's Keenan on uh, how to make a million? Or, are you doing me a millionaire? Are you a like, women? Millionaire? He's like looking at it, it's like Perk trying to pronounce Moses Moody, and they're all wrong. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's pretty good. So, what do you make of the Kimba thing? I mean, to me, it's. I think it's probably mostly about the development of this team and the development of the guards in particular, because there's so many of them right now that are young, that need minutes, that need to play. That if you bring Kemba Charlie onto Brown. this team. Yeah, I'm specifically talking about Charlie Brown, Jay. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, no, I I just think that it the minutes won't be there for him. No. And it doesn't make any sense. He's a floor raiser. He'll make the team better. Why would you bring in somebody that's going to make you better, take minutes from the guys that you've just invested, like, higher draft picks in? Like, why would you do that? And you just, you just paid Shea. He'll eat into some of Shea's minutes, too. Why in the world would you bring him onto this team? Now, the question is, why didn't they trade him mm -hmm. instead? And if there was a market for him, if there was a trade that made sense that brought back a pick, don't you think that Sam Presti would have done it? Did he become untradeable because his contract became <coughs> it was just I don't know too if it's much? His, I don't know if it's his contract or if it's his health. Or it's probably a combination of the two. And also, I think the market and the sense of like, more than likely, number one, the Thunder figured out that they were going to have to give an asset away to mm, get Kimba yeah. off their books. Yeah. Sam clearly values the asset of a pick more than the $20 million or however much, you know, I mean, I guess more than the 50 or 60 he's going to yeah. end up just paying for having nobody on the roster, I think, is part of that. But... At the same time, what you're seeing in the free agent market is you've got guys like Dennis Schroeder who are still Reggie Jackson sitting without a team to go to. And I think, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy about this, but I think a team would look at Schroeder at 22 million, Kimba at 35, and say, "I'll take Schroeder." Yeah, probably younger, healthier, 
hmm. whatever. And so I think the market dried up enough. And or you've got Kemba who probably is communicating through his agent like, hey, listen, like, give me an option to not do this game where y'all sit me some games, play me some games. Like I, I don't want to waste this year. The Knicks have an option. Yeah. We're talking to them. They would pay X. How about we settle for 10 less out of my next two years? And let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like that could have been, you know, these agents are constantly having these conversations, you know, kind of communicating the desires of the players. So, um, and I'm also, to be honest, like the rehab and trade process that the Thunder have been doing for the last few years, like eventually there was going to have to be one of these moments because that process pulls you further away from the higher draft picks. It also yeah. is pretty risky i think we think of it like oh yeah we'll just take on this veteran rehab him and then trade him for assets and And it's like that's actually quite an assumption that you can just keep doing that but it happened is the hard part yeah exactly well it happened but also what they had to go through with horford i don't think you'd want to do that again Mm -hmm. where you play him for half a season you're like oh my gosh we're way better than we should be shea gets hurt we don't want we we can't keep playing Horford. Let's sit him. What if the same thing happens and you get through half the season? Maybe Shea doesn't get hurt, but you're just like we are winning too many games. Kemba, will you just sit down for forever? I mean, that's a weird. It's a weird position to put Kemba in. It's a weird position to put the franchise in. It's just a weird. You don't want to become that team. Mm-hmm. Once you do it the second time, then you become that team that just. Instead of being known for treating players right, you're going to be known for sitting veterans that should be playing. Well, it would be the third time. I think Chris Paul was considered. Yeah, but the they first played time. him. But I'm saying, I'm saying. Oh, playing and then sitting, sitting them oh, for see, half a season. I think is what I'm talking about. And the other thing is, is as a Thunder Thunder fan, doing this in hindsight. So if they would have just pulled the trigger and done this with Horford last off season, just waved him. Yeah, just waved him. We'll buy you out. Whatever, go play wherever yeah. you want to. I think that there's. This is total assumptions. Yeah. But I think the Thunder would have had a guaranteed top three draft pick this year. So would you trade the buyout of Horford last offseason for Mobley, Green? Absolutely, I would. Or Cade? Absolutely. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, we were one game, one loss. Yeah. And Horford playing those 25 games or however many played, like, one of those games was absolutely influenced by his playing on the court yeah i don't disagree and so buying out kimba now gives you a chance could to have influence a yeah. something later maybe maybe not um you don't know and there's no it's an impossibility to figure that out but <laughs> the thunder will have a better chance number one to develop the guys that need to be developed would you rather play trade man and see what he can do or give kimba 20 minutes a game and no. maybe and maybe this kimba thing is them realizing okay guys it's a lot harder to ride this line like we tried to do last year mm-hmm. where yes we want to tank but also we want it it might be good to have this veteran leadership to help develop these young guys yeah. and kind of trick our fans into thinking that we're trying to win games, maybe. Yeah. My, my guess is it was a combination of all of us. The market not being there for him. And then Kemba just saying, I'm not, I'm not going to be your Chris Paul, your Al Horford. I'm not going to play that role. I won't do that. He won't be their hero, baby. He won't. What do you think they do with Derek Favors? He won't kiss away their just play him. I mean, he's not. Think, he won't stand by them forever. I think he plays. He's not good enough to really shape. I don't know. He's a to me. He's a floor raiser above the guy. The other guys they have. Yeah. I don't. I don't love nobody. it. I don't love the idea of having him here. <laughs> yeah. He won't right? take their breath away. 
he will not be that. He will not be our hero. Plus, but, also, let's just. But he, but he raises. He's competent. Like I just, I don't know. I I prefer the idea of having an incompetent big man because that makes your defense pretty bad. You're gonna get roasted for this. Yeah. Why? Or, I don't know. Just people. You know. <laughs> you're gonna get roasted. For <laughs> you're just gonna get roasted for that. That's uh, somebody just mark that. Be like, I'm no, no. If you're trying to, if your goal is to be a bottom five team in the league. Mm-hmm. If that's a part of your goal to develop the players you have, like favors I think raises the, the floor. <laughs> I think the way Does I would he say not? that is less about competence and more about like the way you say that gently is like I'd rather have a guy like Roby who's developing. Let me just who well, has let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I would rather have an inexperienced player that, hey. that, that needs some <laughs> developmental yeah, minutes. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Yeah. There we finally got there. Yeah, Sorry, everyone. Yeah. You have to be a little bit more passive than you've been, all right? I, I literally I wrote ammo. a question yesterday for Slam and Jam, and Alex, before we started, was like, I rewrote a question that you were just a little bit too harsh on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. Also, can we talk about the fact that, like, Kimba going to the Knicks is... Uh, the Knicks, they, cool. did they maybe make their way into league pass level? Maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Julius Randle has got to. We got to get back into the regular season for Randall, me to be excited about Randle again. Walker. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of them. Here's, here's what don't I know, and this them. is the only reason I say that is because watching them with not a very good roster play against the Hawks. Yeah. Madison Square Garden when it is on fire is just unparalleled. Maybe in the NBA in the middle of the That's season, my thing. and with Kimba, like I don't know, I just think it'll be a lot of fun. I thought Knicks fans were so annoying in the middle of the season, and then in the playoffs. Yeah. By the time the season ended, I thought they were hilarious, and I loved them being as involved as they were. I know we may have a we may have a Twitter question that kind of goes to this. I've completely left everything that would be useful at home. Any free agent stuff that you all have been fired up about or anything you like anything that makes you insane like what about free agency has stood out to you so far i mean i think the bulls have been like the biggest mover i don't know if it's good or bad ultimately they're better they're certainly better like the lonzo move is good i think uh the oh, DeRozan, they're gonna be a great mediocre east team yeah they'll be a really nice six four five six yeah that's and that's what they want like, like get me to the sixth seed so I don't have to be in the play in. Let's be a legitimate playoff team. Yeah. If we can win a couple games, progress. Which it is progress. I think what's bothered me well, the Pelican stuff, but that's obvious everyone's talking about that. Yeah. The Heat stuff though, I'm confused because it really seemed like people were praising. And now and now the these last couple of days I think people are coming back down and being realistic about it. But Giving Jimmy Butler that much more money mm-hmm. and then knowing that you still have to put so many players around Jimmy Butler for him to be the best Jimmy Butler that he can be. Yeah. And you get Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And you re-sign Duncan Robinson, which I understand he's a good shooter, but Duncan Robinson? Great shooter. Not good a shooter. Great, great a shooter. great shooter. Yeah. But you see it with I Joe Harris, absolutely right? I paid Duncan Robinson that. But Joe yeah. Harris was, is great shooter on Not the like net. Duncan Robinson. I think so. I yeah. think both literally great shooters. Was. Both great shooters. Both sure. great shooters. Good to great. They've but gone from good to great. In the playoffs, though, that the player can be can Jim give Collins. you some some shots. They can give you some points, mm-hmm. or they can be gone for five games. And those are the five games you needed them to be there. That's a it's a risk that you got to take. What else? What else are you supposed to do? I don't know. Ninety million. That's what they get paid, bro. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. I, who was I talking? It was somebody else that got a contract, and I was like, uh, oh, it was Zoe's, Lonzo's. I was like, that is so much money. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, it's not crazy amount of money, comparatively. Yeah, it's fine. And apparently, he's way better than I realized he was. McKelly was like, actually, Jay, have you ever watched this guy play basketball? And I was like, but the thing is, he just, no. he was a starting point guard for the Pelicans, and the Pelicans were super disappointing last year. And the no. year before that. And the year before and that. And the year before but, that. And the year before that. Yeah. Uh, so Andrew underscore. Don't worry, they got Devontae Graham, though. Huh? Hey. Huh? Hey. Great shooter. Maybe. Good shooter, actually. Good shooter. Hey. Good shooter. The difference between good shooter and great shooter is like $50 million. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But the difference between a person that's good at their job and great at their yeah, job great. is yeah. a lot of Isn't money. Isn't like really good? contract worth $50 million a year? It's 53, huh? 52, I think. Oh, Steph's? Yeah. yeah it's 215 over four, four years. Four years, 215? Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. And he deserves every, every single every Probably penny. more. Probably more. Maybe. Yeah. Actually, no, he shouldn't. Why? It's just enough. Enough is enough. No, it's not. <laughs> he should get full, like, part ownership of the franchise. Says you. <laughs> I'm not, no, it's too much. Too much money. That's Steph, give some money back. Literally, think of that franchise pre and post Steph Curry. He has just made it, them so much not, money. Not to mention the fact that for, what, five years of his career, he was underpaid? Because of his ankle injuries, like the only reason this yeah. whole Warriors thing happened is because they were able to give him a, a lower extension. Yeah, you think he's going to get the Haslam treatment at the end, where they just keep giving him, they just keep putting him on the roster to give he, him money. But the thing about him is, as long as he can run, he can play forever. Yeah, forever because he's, he's just a great shooter. Even if he can walk, just, just like kind of trot up the floor and just true. shoot from half court. You still got to guard him. Fifty-seven-year-old Steph Curry still playing. He's making three hundred million dollars every year. year. Yeah. <laughs> it's the gravity. Still deserves guys. it. Deserves He's it. Still Think about the Warriors the before him. Fifty-seven years old. Think about the Warriors thirty years ago. Exactly. You can't. You can't even remember them. Yeah. Uh, Andrew underscore Eller asks uh, for the Kemba buyout deal. How much do you think OKC will eventually pay Kemba? I think Jay's like whatever. What Jay posited like the ten million. Yeah, thing. I think that makes sense per year, probably. Yeah, so you go from seventy four to fifty four. Yeah, that's way easier to deal with. And then Tyler K. Field, not asked, my money. Tyler, yeah, I know. Yeah. Tyler K. Field asks, "What job did you have in the past that you would have liked to negotiate a buyout and never work for them again, but gosh. still get paid?" <laughs> I work for this. Gosh, this had been early to <laughs> mid two thousands. I worked for this healthcare company because I was in a season of life where I was like working in the restaurant world. I wasn't in school. So I was just like, I need to figure out something that actually provides for me on a larger level. Yeah. So I had a friend that worked in a, re or a medical, you basically deliver different equipment and beds and different things like that for hospitals. And, but it yeah. paid well for a 22 year old that didn't have a degree. And so I went and did it. But the hard part was, is you would be on call like one week out of the year, out of the month. And so I would get phone calls at like three in the morning that this hospital oh, no. in Tulsa needed a ventilator. And I would have to go down to the air where the airport is, down by the airport where their thing was. I was Holy living up moly. here in the village. Drive to the airport, pick up the ventilator, go. And I was literally one seven days straight on call. Hey, this we need a new bed in this place. And like New Year's Eve, 
New Year's Day getting phone calls. Like it was just one of those things. Like, and I was there for two and a half months and I was like, I, this is not my life that I mm. want to live. Yeah. So I would have taken a buyout like two weeks in after I realized what that job entailed. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to work here anymore, but can you pay me for the rest of the year? That'd be great. Uh, That'd be kind of nice. Is there any job that you wouldn't take that? <laughs> Don't yeah. work, get paid. If they wanted, if anyone wanted to buy me out, I'd, I'd have the conversation. Like, hey, right do now? you want seventy four million dollars, and you don't have to come to work anymore? No, no, no. Say, that's you can't, you can't just I'd say. Yeah, yes. if it was an amount of money that, like, hey, I don't ever have to work again. That's my starting point. But they're going to pay you two years of salary. <laughs> okay, I guess that. Yeah, most jobs you'd probably say, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, seventy four million. Yes, your salary. What's your floor, we'll have, Luke? We'll Forty million. No, I mean, I no. I mean, I have to, one million. We'll see, we'll see. I, I don't want to. I don't want to negotiate against myself. Yeah, right. So my number is seventy four million. Counter. <laughs> Point counterpoint. Uh, I worked for um, this mental health hospital when I was right out of college. Would have taken a buyout after day one. Yeah, jeez. And uh, I, it could have been any amount of money. Five dollars. Yes. <laughs> Pay me for the rest of the week and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I would have been. Mine that I would take the buyout was when I worked at J. Crew. I would have easily taken the buyout. Yeah. And, and I wish they would have. <laughs> but in, in order to get around it, I didn't go to work on New Year's Day and they fired me. And <laughs> they're like, hey, we need you to come in. And you're like, I'm in Dallas. Said, I'm in, said, I'm in Dallas. That's not going to be something I can do. <laughs> come to work? Can't Taylor, do what, it. Taylor, what was your worst job? I wouldn't say it was my worst job, but I have actually received a buyout. You have. That's true. <sighs> this is true. From Slate Screen Print. Oh, yeah. Seventy yeah. four million? It wasn't that high, but it wasn't... Uh, I'm not going to negotiate it's, a bit. We can't. We can't. We Somewhere can't south of 74 million. We can't million. talk about it. I signed an NDA. Wow. So, uh, okay. Summer League starts on Sunday. Woo woop. The Thunder play the Pistons Sunday night. Cade versus Giddy. 7.30 Eastern time. Mark your calendars. When are you it's leaving? On, it's either on NBA TV or it's on ESPN. Tomorrow. Too. Oh, okay. Dang, yeah. man. Tomorrow I'll be gone. I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> don't want to Why? I don't know. Because I miss you, baby. Oh, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you. When are you back? Wednesday. So, oh, okay. So yeah, we got Frog Pop. Yeah, we'll still be here. <laughs> It'll be like you never left. We still, we still got Frog Pop. You driving? <laughs> Am I driving? No, I'm not driving. Uh, what I realized too, like talking on private the phone jet. with somebody, yeah, private, <laughs> private, um, private jet, American Airlines, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pretty charter plane, pretty brilliant, pretty easy. Uh, I'll only be there for one Thunder game, which kind of drives me crazy, huh? Yeah, because they play Sunday and then they don't play again until Wednesday night, and. I'll only be there for one of the games. Summer league games, they can just play them every day, right? Olympics, you know what they do? When you're going through the <laughs> tournament at the Olympics, every single day you're doing a, a different a different yeah. heat, a different round, a yeah. different competition. Why can't they do that in summer league? I don't, well, I don't know. But Probably because they don't want the players to get hurt. Uh, the Olympics. That's hot. That's that's a different thing, man. Then summer league? Yeah, different. <laughs> different i agree I, it is very different higher stakes here higher stakes <laughs> the united states is playing for gold today right or tonight for what sometimes tonight. Oh, in the olympics tonight yeah oh, a lot yeah, of yeah. things apparently i forgot yeah. that there's more than just basketball. beach volleyball we won the yeah. women did they really yeah, yeah. Last yeah. yesterday anyway, uh, congratulations four April years Ross. ago the girl that won one of the girls didn't play beach volleyball 
She was indoor. Which peach is a volleyball? whole different animal. Peach volleyball. She did peach, not play peach volleyball. Peach volleyball. <laughs> At sports are epic ass. Other than Giddy, who are you most excited to watch in the summer league? Uh, Evan Mobley. Oh, for the Thunder. The thunder, bro. Um, it's a thunder pod, bro. I don't know the roster. Like okay, out of the rookies make, that were drafted this year. You can make some assumptions. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the guys that we drafted outside of Giddy. And so like I've watched enough of Trey Mann. I'm like, I wonder how much, because he looks pretty physically he's underwhelming. Thin. He's thin. And he's, uh, he's six foot five though. Yeah, but he looks so tiny. He looks really young too. But I'm like, if his shot translates, he has got a really good looking you play if he plays point guard though, like the skinny guys play point guard. No, no, no. It's I did I care less about position. I think it's this especially the way the Thunder are going. Like it is positionless. Like if they roll out a lineup of Poku, Giddy, Shea, Dort, and Basley, like Who's what? Yeah. Who cares? Like, just <laughs> grab a guy and D up well, when you can. But it's like, but Trey, man, I'm like, I want to see how real the shot can translate. Yeah, off the dribble, I off, think you he, know, catch and shoot kind of stuff. I'd like to see how much more than just a shot he has to because in the highlights that I watched, he's got some moves. I mean, he's like yeah. working in mid range too, yeah. and he's uh, he's got a lot more going on than just the shot. So summer league is perfect for a guy like him because it's. Oh no, that scares All, me. Like pull up threes in transition. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his game. So Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Yeah, he's I mean, he's not he's not gonna be like a flashy summer league player, but I think that I think Jay will end up loving him. That's I saw someone prediction. refer to him as you know J R E on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And then it immediately I thought Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah, I think I'll he's be calling be him Joe Rogan. Easily this gain the affection of many Thunder fans. Yes, without a doubt. And then, I mean, I'm excited to see like has Teo made progress? Like, what is what does he look like? I always forget about him. Everybody does. Like, and that's where I don't know anybody else because the Thunder for second year players, yeah. or even some third year players, because the trouble I just have, or ten year players, they have mm-hmm. Michael Beasley and many guys that have been in the league forever on their summer league team for some weird reason. But I, I'm, I don't know who's playing. So like, I'm assuming Ty Jerome isn't playing. I don't think so. Um, I don't know though. I'm trying to think of who else would be out there. I don't know any of those. It's horde playing or Charlie Brown. Like, I don't know. I don't really get excited about those guys either way. I don't even know if they're on the roster anymore. There's not, I mean, there's those, there's probably going to be a lot of unexciting. Yeah. guys. I think the most exciting guys are going to be the draft picks this year. If Teo's going to play, Teo. If well, Vit Crutchy. If Vit's going to play, Vit. That would be kind of fun. So It's just so disappointing that Poker's not playing. But like, I, you can understand why he wouldn't be playing because... Like, if they the most pass for the steroids. The most important thing for Poku <laughs> is uh, like body development, right? They need to they, put him in the Captain America machine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. That would be good. That would be good. I, I don't know. When he said that, though, I the hype level inside of me went from like a 10 to a 30. Mm-hmm. We've got a very specific training program for Poku this offseason. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what not, if it's the Thunder clearly, clearly have high expectations a, yeah. for who he could become. What if his workout yeah. program is, dude, you're not allowed to run at all. You cannot get your heart rate above this level. And this is how many calories you have to eat every day. Yeah, go. There's Could this be. guy named Jay Smith. Just go spend a week or two eating like he does. (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll um, get some weight yeah. on you. Bagel bites, Oreos. <laughs> yeah, just bagel bites, little Oreos. Debbie's. <laughs> I little Debbie's. I don't Fifty Swiss Debbie's cake anymore. rolls. The Brahms by me is open until ten forty-five. They need to come hang out with me. That's an nice. odd time to whoever wants Brahms. I never think of Brahms late at night. Ice cream, bro. Ice cream. Like you're not going to go eat cream. a burger or something. Maybe at ten, but you go mm-hmm. get butter pecan shake. I'm just telling you at ten Ooh, at ten yeah. thirty. I've been there. Reese's mixing. Oh, mixing it up. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm Tayshawn, the Victor Diddy. I have two things today on the addendum. First, an official statement. The Bulls and the Knicks fans rejoicing this week (laughs) because the Bulls got DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball. The Knicks got Kemba Walker. Mm. My initial reaction was, how they are so stupid. How can they think they don't become contenders with these moves? Mm-hmm. What is the point? What are they doing? Why are they paying Julius Randle 29 million? Is that really a guy you can go forward with? And then I realized, wait, I'm jealous. They're rejoicing because they're having fun being fans of their teams. Mm. So I have an official statement. This year, this season, I will be rooting for the Thunder to win every single game. If they lose a game, I will allow myself to be disappointed. And then I will allow myself later that night to think, oh, you know, probably maybe not that bad we lost this game. Go to bed. Next day, ready for the next game. I'm rooting for the boys. This is why. Last season, we had a friendly wager on one of the Thunder games. It's the only game. Yeah. The only game I actually watched the Thunder hoping they would win. Yeah. So much more fun. So I will be rooting for fun. Fun to me is being a fan of my favorite team and hoping that they win. Oh, Taylor. I don't care if it's right. Listen, I'm, it's an official statement. I don't care if I'm wrong. This is not about being right or wrong, being smart. It's about being dumb. <laughs> dumb is fun. Basketball to me is fun. So I'm just putting that out there now. Okay. All right. There it is. Well, I think I do think that. Good luck on your journey. I think it will be a <laughs> luck on your journey. A more fun season. Like watching Giddy play thirty minutes will be a blast, even if it's messy and they lose. Like that's what's that's what's exciting. Minus Kimba, right? Like that's what gets me excited. Where you're not actively rooting against your team to win games because you have guys that like yeah shouldn't be scoring thirty points in a game to win a game, but like. I want to be a, watching Shea and watching Poku and all of those guys that we've drafted over the last few years and, and traded for with Shea. Mm-hmm. Watching them play good minutes and look good at times, but yet still lose games will be the perfect fan experience. I want them to win games. If they lose the game, I will be sad that they lost the game. I will mm-hmm. allow myself that. It's going to be a long season, my man. Yikes. That's okay. It's going to be more fun. I want the irrational hope again. I want it. Okay. Last season was miserable. I don't care. I'm not Sam Presti. I don't have to do these things. I don't I have know, to I think just, about it. I'm a fan. I'm just, I understand. Listen, I'm aware of what you're saying. You, you're not going to argue with me. There's nothing to argue. I'm putting up the dumb wall here. I'm choosing to be dumb this season because it's going to be more fun. Do your thing. Do your thing. And it's hard to keep up with smart people, honestly. It is. It's like, I, it's too much information. I can't just be on Twitter. Like, in our text conversations, y'all are having a conversation with context that's from Twitter. And I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I have to go back five hours on Twitter to even understand what, what they're talking about. And then I still can't do anything. What, what conversation broke you? 
It wasn't. It was soy sauce. It was the draft. <laughs> soy sauce. Soy sauce. That broke me. <laughs> yeah, because I know that sometimes mm-hmm. you get lost with those other ones, but. When I wake up to 25 text messages and it's just you and Luke going back and forth, that's not also my... I put soy sauce on my balls to see if I could taste it. It didn't work. Okay, no, no, no. I have a fun... I promise. It's over. You no, lost No, no, no. This is fun. It's no. a game. It's a game. It's not about me. It's about you. I promise. Sorry, Tayshawn. I can't do the game. It's about y'all. That was a long lead up to it. Hey guys, it's here's a uh, lead up. Hey guys, here's a deep dive. Send in a Twitter question. We talked about Kemba for 30 minutes. It was good. It, it was, was good relevant con- to it the was content. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, L oh Man, deep dive time. <laughs> time to deep the dive in. Hey guys, last time I was on the pod, I was so wise talking about um, that this is not the end. Oh no. I we wanted need to stop telling him he's being wise. Yeah, we have to stop. I wanted to revisit that and, and I was like, oh, maybe I said there was something I said to it, but I don't, you know, I don't really know like what you said, what I said, you or like that, yeah. really like I didn't have a lot of info to back it up. And so I wanted to provide that information. So I did that. After, because what I said basically last time that, I, that you guys loved was um, that this is not this draft. If we got the first pick, you know, if we got Cade Cunningham, this is not like it turns around and we are back in the playoffs. We're turning it around and like mm-hmm. this is it. This is the beginning, regardless of what it would be. So the Supersonics, after when they drafted KD, the season before, they had a 31 wins. 51 losses drafted KD the next season after the number two pick KD game changer. They won 20 games and lost 62 bad bad worse. And after that, they drafted Westbrook. Great. Then that increased their wins by three. Yeah. The next season they had 23 wins and lost 59 games. Then they drafted Harden. And after that three years, after that, the next season, they won 50 games. Yeah. And so you got to think, we're in for the long haul in this regardless. If we got Cade Cunningham at number one, we'd be in for the long haul. Yeah. Three years. We didn't. And so three years, it could be longer. It could be. And so we just have to lock, we just have to lock in. And maybe it means, like Taylor says, being dumb and just rooting for the team regardless and trying to enjoy them as much as possible. Choose dumb. Choosing dumb. Hashtag choose dumb. But that to me, because I was like, I I know that that's what it was, but I didn't realize how bad it was. And even after, even after you get a Cade Cunningham, you know, next year Detroit (laughs) could win twenty games. You know, you you don't know because it's not an immediate change, and it takes years and years and years to do it. So that maybe I'm on the opposite side. I'm, I was Taylor. I'm gonna get too smart. You're gonna and listen. The wise path is not the uh, the fun path. Okay, that's what I'm doing. That's my deep dive. All right, we'll we'll be right back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back after the quick break. And before we do Twitter questions, we're going to go do Taylor's game. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's my game. It is free agency game now jay i need you to pay attention get off your computer here are the teams andrew versus jay and luke but also because andrew's it's his job to be as involved as he is he knows don't look at my phone i'm gonna win (laughs) i already gave you a hint and you didn't do it anyway everything that jay and luke get correct is worth two points everything that andrew gets correct is worth one point all right now i'm gonna say a name you're gonna tell me where they signed if you get it correct, you have a chance to give me the uh, the contract, like the amount of money that they signed for. If you're within no. $2 million, we then you be, get the bonus. Me and Jay point. get to be between f- four. Sure. Yes. Jay and Luke can be within $4 million. Andrew, you can be within $2 million. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. It's first person to raise their hand, okay? Okay. You, do you understand the game? Yeah. He, I don't he, know. He, Jay, I'm going to say a name. Tell, well. me, tell me where uh, they signed. Okay. Okay. First name, Georgia Snyang. Um, Jay. <laughs> Philadelphia 76. Yes, yeah. two points. Two years at $8 million. It That's is like 6.2. It is 6.7. You get the bonus points. Yeah. They have good. four points, four to zero. <laughs> Next name. You didn't raise your hand. <laughs> Sterling Brown. Jay. Oh gosh, no! I confused him for Bruce. Andrew, Brown. I'm sorry. Dallas Mavericks. Yes, isn't he the actor that was in This Is Us? Seven million. I don't know how much he signed for. Yeah, you're within. You're within your. Uh, it's six point two. Okay, so two points. Where, where, where was Sterling Brown? Uh, I think he he was with the Bucks, and then he was with Houston, I believe. Yes, I think I don't know who right. he is. I'm so sorry. Next name. There's some easy ones in here, so be be aware. Alex Caruso. He signed with the Chicago Bulls. Yes. I'm going to say it's a four-year deal worth $45 million. You're just out of your range, $37 million. So you don't get the bonus, but you do get the two points, six to two. Mm-hmm. Next name. Damn, this is, I'm going to skip. Just have your hands ready. Steph Curry. Jay. <laughs> Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Golden State Warriors. I've already forgot the number, but I think it was four years at $215 million. Yeah, you get it. All right. <laughs> well, that was easy because we talked about it's it. Andrew versus the... <laughs> the guys. Andrew versus the streets. Yeah, the, the guys. streets. There we go. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Something wrong with it. You ready for this right. one? Rudy Gay. Jay? Utah Jazz. Wow. I underestimated. I want to say... Jay's it, plugged in, man. Yeah. It was... I want to say it's a one-year deal worth $9 million. No, wrong. Two years, twelve million. That's what it should have been. <laughs> uh, you have eight points, Andrew. You have two. I feel like I have more now. It's this fine. is now. I'm going to take away one because the bonus is two. Sure. I'm going to take away seven to two. Uh, Jeff Green, Jay, Utah Jazz. No. Oh, that gum, Andrew. Uh, Denver, Denver Nuggets. Denver. Yes. Dang it. Two years, twelve million. I don't remember. You're within the range. Two years, ten million. Okay. So four points. Kyle Lowry. 
Miami Nets. Miami yeah, no, no, wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Patriots Miami. Day. No, Andrew. <laughs> he signed with the Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's good night three years 90 yep spot on yeah it's seven to six Mike is that was, a good deal for Kyle Lowry it's the deal he got I don't know if it's I mean I think it'll be good in the first year I don't know he's been hurt a lot he's old mm-hmm. he's been 30. hurt a lot it's yeah. a good deal for Kyle Lowry it's a great deal for Kyle great deal for Kyle and he gets to live on South Beach are you kidding me yeah true he's sweet. show off his bod ooh <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait this is a good game you ready? Yeah. Mike Muscala. Jay. Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. Two years at 10 million? Mm, two years at seven. Oh. That's within the thing. That's within four. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with four million, though. That's the rules. All right. Did you know the exact number, Andrew? I didn't remember, no. All right, 11 to six. There are four names left. Ready? So Andrew cannot win. No, he can win. Oh, he could. Yeah. <laughs> ready? Yeah. PJ Tucker. Jay. The Miami Heat. Yes. Two <laughs> Patriots. Day. Two years at eighteen million. <laughs> two years at fifteen. You get it. That's you got it. Good fifteen job. points. All right. These last three are worth uh, the same amount of points for Andrew. Now that that Jay and Luke get ready. Yeah. You can't change the rules. I. It's my game. Oh God. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn. Oh man. Mm-hmm. The L.A. Lakers. Mm-hmm. I keep going to these two-year deals, so I'm going to say two years at ten million. Spot on. All right. Good job, Jay. Ready? Robin Lopez. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Just wait for this last one. Andrew? Is this a trick question? Has he signed with anybody? He has yes, signed. He has signed. I don't I missed it. I, I lose the points. I missed it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, actually, I do think I know this. Can I still have my hand? Yeah. yeah. Is this the Orlando yeah. Magic? Yes. Two years, twelve million. One year, five million. Okay, but you get you ten points to, for that. You've been close. Ten points. Yeah, so you're tied now. Ten points. All right. Oh my god. Here it is. The last one. Oh, Who man. can take the win? Jock Landell. I have no clue. Jock Landale. Does that help? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Oh. Andrew. Is this the Clippers? No. I don't remember. Toronto Raptors. No. Luke. It's first. So it's first. Two years. Money not reported. Two years. Money not reported. (laughs) That's it. Jay and Luke. Good job, guys. Wow. You did it. Wow. Uh, That was good. Has that guy been in the league before? I'd never seen his name until I was figuring out this game. Yeah. Is there anybody left in the free agency that, like, is intrigued? I mean, obviously Kawhi, but it feels like he's going back to the Clippers, right? I guess. I don't know. No one has cap space anymore, so my guess is, yeah. Unless somebody did like an elaborate sign and trade with them. But. I mean, well, they could he... clear. I mean, they could clear cap space for calling the Thunder and saying, "Hey, take thirty million." Take Porzingis. Yeah, take Porzingis. Just we take need him. space for Kawhi. Yeah. So I mean, you could make it happen, but it's probably he's probably just going back to the Clippers. Are you more surprised that Reggie Jackson has not been signed or Schroeder? Hmm. <clears throat> good question. Probably Schroeder. My assumption with Jackson is once Kawhi signs, they'll just bring him back. Maybe so. Yeah. That could be the case. Schroeder's like, what's, what He's is he He's stuck, gonna, man. We have a question, Twitter question, but the Twitter questions. Good job. <laughs> Do you want me to find it and read it? 
I just want you to just do your thing. Okay, man. it's just Van Elephant King. Do. He said, pretend, you know, we've pretend been doing this for 1,040 episodes. Van Elephant King <laughs> says, pretend you're Dennis Schroeder's agent. What's the conversation you're having with him today? This is it. This is it. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. You okay? Uh, yeah, what's going on? This could be okay. So is it on Schroeder or is it on his agent that he <laughs> declined really that agent. extension earlier? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I have no idea. My guess it's, it's probably both of them. Yeah, I, I mean, they probably have to make these decisions together. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe his agent was like, "Yeah, you're going to make so much more," because his agent has wants him to make more so Best that he can make more. Yeah, mm-hmm. ventures, so it's interest. he has. They both have to just be sick. What's five percent of zero? <laughs> right, zero. <laughs> You got Jay. Did I just win points? Bonus. Bonus points. I I think. uh, I mean, the only option is: does he resign in L.A.? If I were him, I would. And then they, like, a one-year deal, and then they can trade him, or he just plays the year out and goes back into the free agency market next year. Yeah, or that, or you try to find a playoff team that just doesn't have any guards, right? Philly. Go, yeah, go sign the, go sign a deal with Philly, you know. Yeah, that actually like makes the, sense. Just work out through the year and post those videos where you're making every shot. Schroeder, right. I mean, Schroeder yeah, and Philly works. would be a pretty substantial addition for them. Yeah, sign the mini mid level in Philly, and because that would be worth it for them. I don't know that it, there's probably not a lot of players would be worth it for them to sign, but Schroeder would be, and he would. Oklahoma I mean, City will take Ben Simmons into our cap. Yeah, let's take him into cap space. Yeah, just call it just a fair. He, evil. We'll he, give you a few seconds. He's a, he's a socialite. He will not. He does yeah, not want to. I, be I really Oklahoma don't want. If anything squashes the Ben Simmons like hope for OKC, that he's a socialite. It's this. He's a socialite, and the, the info that was leaked yesterday that he like he doesn't even want to go to Toronto. Yeah, That's, you don't even want to go to Toronto or, or Portland or Portland. Portland. Those are those are two fun cities. Two cool cities for cool dudes. So he wants to go to. The Scissor Toe Park. <laughs> he to to, <laughs> so he's he wants to go to Jones. He's gonna come check it out. He yeah, wants to go to yeah. he wants to go to a California team. Yeah. He wants to go to Miami. Yeah. Or New, New York. York. Probably. Doesn't That's that make it. you just probably like, so? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, Rich Paul has constantly been getting his players paid. Yeah. He, except for Nerlens Noel. He seems to always get what he wants. He does, man. Yeah. But the way this whole Ben Simmons, I don't know. Who, I don't know where or who's going to take him. The Warriors with Ben Simmons makes zero sense to me as long as you have Draymond on that team. Yeah, it's a tough fit. Yeah. That report was, was was not very good. For it's, it was and gross. Miami doesn't have bad. any. Yeah, I mean, they don't have the flexibility gross. to do something with with the Sixers. And why would you? What if he does not get traded and he has excommunicated himself from the they'll, Sixers? I, my assumption very, is, is that very, they'll run Andre Drummond at the five and Embiid at the one. I I think I think Maury is just so happy with how the Blazer stuff is going right now. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I don't know Ben. I mean, he'll go where he goes because he doesn't have the control because he's got what four years left on his contract. Yeah, he the doesn't. Blazers, he doesn't get to choose. No, the Blazers because are, he has a long wow. contract. He doesn't get to choose. Who's had the worst free agency off season so far? Blazers have to be. Blazers, one of them. Pelicans, Pelicans has been gross. Probably those two. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else has been either fine or good. Or not doing anything. Or 
doing nothing. Yeah. Laura Markkinen getting some interest from the Charlotte Hornets. They signed Kelly Oubre. So probably not Laura Markkinen. Overnight. So I don't know. I don't know what Markkinen does. I guess that leaves hope for all the Markkinen lovers out there. I love the Bulls that are like, all right, we're going to draft Wendell Carter Jr., Laura Markkinen. Let's start developing those guys. Let's do it. And they're like, ah, screw it. DeMar DeRozan. That's yeah. all, but that's all Gar Packs. Those guys were Gar Packs. Yeah. So they changed over, and yeah. the team wants to be relevant and win. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I applaud them for it. Yeah, I, I don't probably. Dumb. It depends on what you want to do. But they've been in this. Choose dumb. They've been Choose in dumb. purgatory for a decade, it feels like. you know. So hey, It hasn't been a decade, but it feels somebody like. Somebody out there make a, a poster of Taylor's face, kind of maybe like the uh, President Obama f- you know, face with like the, the different hope, colors that the just hope the poster. hope one that just says choose dumb. She's dumb on, mm, underneath it. But make so, a really dumb looking picture of Taylor. Yeah, make there's some yeah. yeah there's plenty of those. Yeah. So um, <laughs> please do that all of our graphic design people. We'll put it on a t shirt and oh, we I'd will? Buy, I'd buy that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you go to Thunder Games and you're just going to a Thunder game and ha- having a great trying to have a great time, trying to have fun. And you see someone <laughs> across wearing a shirt with your face on it that just says choose dumb. Choose dumb. Dumb. Huh. We're I'm serious about making those shirts. Okay. I'm not joking. Yeah, cool. someone send Yeah, send it to us. Do you have a huge bruise in your hand? I hope you're okay. Nope. It's shadow. All right, let's move on to the next Twitter question. Comes from at Am I saying everything that's coming into my head? Yes. I was worried. Comes from at logme92, who wants to know our thoughts on Shay embracing the timeline as a nickname. Uh it's all right. Did he? I think so. Apparently he did. What's the? I don't understand. It's like the Twitter timeline. Like he's he's, he's extremely online. No, he's uh, like the he's the timeline. Like you want to talk about the thunder? Like worried about is Shea a part of the? Is he going to be on the the timeline of these draft picks? Whatever. Like no, like he is the timeline. Mm. Guys, we just had some breaking news. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez is staying with the Pelicans. Oh wow! So. Good job, Pelicans. Wow! Everything we this said about you before. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Actually, good free agency. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. which, which one of the Hernan Gomez's that one is. It's not, um, it's not Wancho. Wancho's in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, good job. I'll tell good you what. Point. They, point for Jay. They both matter about as much as each other, which is none. I don't know. He was he was outplaying. I mean, he wasn't outplaying, but he was getting minutes over Steve at the end of the season last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's just sad. Hey, guys. <laughs> our next Twitter question comes from at Rossby. Who wants to know if you could add any member of the media as a regular contributor to Down to Dunk, who would you add? Also, who would they replace? I'm replacing myself with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I would take oh, that. I would quit. <laughs> or I would take that. Or Charles Barkley. Either. Yeah. Barkley's probably my favorite NBA yeah. guy. Like yeah. as far as like entertainment, not content quality, but what about like for the fry pod specifically? I feel like this is also just an opportunity. Like it's a softball for Andrew to talk about no dunks is my assumption. Oh, I guess I, I didn't think of that, but yeah. Hey, any guys, of those guys, I'm going to go to work, but have a great day. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh man. I love when you leave. <laughs> I love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See y'all man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Any of the no dunks guys would be great. 
Uh, probably specifically Trey Kirby, maybe. Who's underrated? Like, not in the no dunks world, but who's in the media yeah. that you listen to, you love, and you think more people should get into? Uh, this guy's Zach Lowe. Have <laughs> you heard of Zach Lowe? Very underrated. I really like Matt Penny. Matt Penny's good. Matt Penny's funny. If you didn't listen to Saturday Slam Gym last week, it was yeah. it was Alex, Andrew, and Matt Penny pretty much for the whole time. It was the whole time, yeah. And uh, he's just fantastic. He does great quality. He's good at not very good at trivia. No offense, Matt, but he's <laughs> he's really good at uh, his draft analysis. Is really good. His personality, I think, is really good. Mm-hmm. I like. It's funny. Is I used to. I there was a season where I stopped listening to Rosillo. Yeah, but I got back into Rosillo during the draft. Yeah, because even though he's kind of a arrogant pompous kind yeah. of guy yeah he does really good quality he's good content. man yeah he is good koc yeah. seems like a good dude yeah uh um, yeah i don't i mean i like listening he, to him. he produces a ton of good content um, yeah dragonfly jones i always like and i'm glad that he, he's on the ringer now oh i, I don't, don't know, know him. i don't know who that is i like that is it's not the point of this whole thing but there's a lot of really good guys out there i, I really I don't love the Hoop Collective always, but when I like Brian Winhorse, I think he just seems like genuinely like the sweetest guy ever. Yeah. And then Tim McMahon. When McMahon is on, I will listen. Him and Tim McMahon are fantastic. Everybody else. I I'm don't just, love Bon Temps. I don't love Pelton. I'm just uninterested. Most I like of Jackie McMullen, but she's not been on it recently a lot. Well, she doesn't do pods with ESPN anymore. Oh, oh God. She's with the ringer. Is she part of the athletic now? No, no, no ringer. Oh. Uh, Underrated Keith Parrish, who does the fast break breakfast pod, okay, is really good. Like Keith is really, really good, and he, uh, his pod just got picked up by the Grizzlies, basically. Oh, that's tight. So he's he is he's very very good, and should have more of a platform than he does. And obviously, he's got an, a really nice one in Memphis, but I think he's super good. So it's awesome. All right, next. Twitter question. Uh, this is from at Kobe Zeller. Guess the starting lineup on opening night. Who will play center and where do you see Giddy getting his minutes mostly? I kind of mentioned this earlier when he was talking about positionalness. <laughs> I, I don't think, and Andrew and Alex have kind of more convinced me of this, and McKelly as well, mm-hmm. uh, is the Thunder are going to play some really weird lineups. And I think a starting five of Shea, Giddy, Dort, Baisley, and Poku might be a reality. Because you'd think, ah, oh, they're undersized, which is true. They don't have guys that are going to be able to guard Embiid or Jokic. But we had a guy that could guard both of those guys, and it doesn't always really matter with those two, Jokic and Embiid, uh, who you put out there. But I think you're going to have a ton of height. I mean, you got six nine at Giddy, mm-hmm. Shea six six, Baisley six ten, Poku seven foot. So you've got some size, and they're just going to be insane, switchable. Not very good, but a lot of fun to watch. So that's my assumption. I don't know who I would substitute. I think if you would look at maybe favors for Baisley at the five, if you want a more traditional lineup, but mm-hmm. I don't think Favors is going to really care about. I'll just sit on the bench and play some backup minutes or whatever. I think Favors will start. Yeah. So Baisley off or or Poku? If it were, I mean, I would sit Baisley if I were the team. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I saw, don't know what Mark's going to do. I saw um, a list that I can't remember. It was just one of the Thunder Twitter people. And they made a list of like the most important Thunder players this season. And Baze was at like 9 or 10 on their list. I was like, wow. So general Thunder fan base is down on 
I, phase two. He was yeah. better after he came back, but it's just hard to trust. Like we, I think he's a guy that I think for most Thunder fans, we have to see it before we really get more excited about it. Because I think yeah. he was, for me, probably the guy was the most excited about seeing his development last year, and he just stunk to start the season. It was disappointing. And so it's if Definitely. if he comes out and he plays really well for the first ten games or so, I'll get my excitement level for Basley because Basley's got some of that skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's that unique kind of guy, tall, athletic, long, can do a lot of things on the floor. Uh, it just has to go from it has to go from theory to reality for me to be excited about Basley. So obviously, yeah. Poku is the guy. I'm, everybody should be probably the most elated. Yeah, and I think they're very invested in him too. So my my guess is SGA Dort Poku. Giddy favors. Giddy. I hope they start him. They, I mean, they just use the six pick on him. To me, you just have to start him. Yeah. And he's big enough, man. You really can. He can play, play three, four. Yeah. Have he and Poku play the wing, right? Yeah. He'll play the three, four positions. I don't care about Derek Favors playing or not playing. Should we frame? I don't care about it either. We might the only need time to. Luke's used every notes. Yeah, we might need to. He's really into this being wise thing lately, huh? Yeah, the hard part is when you start talking about being wise, you start losing the Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the wise the people wisdom. tell people no, that they're wise. No, they're very wise. No, it's not yeah. how we do it. Actually, he actually sent us a quote that says, "The wise man does not have to tell others that he is wise. He just is." Yeah. So, it was anonymous. He I didn't think, listen the, to his own quote. Yeah, he's not wise enough to even He's going to wear the hashtag choose dumb shirt. He's going to say, choose wise and put choose a picture. He's going to make his face. own shirt. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a headshot oh, from no. Taylor to make that design, just let us know. We'll get you on. Uh, we got to, we kind of have to rapid fire the rest of these. Let's go. Zach Deeg. I'm a huge Russ fan, but with the Kawhi report, how much of OKC never gets free agents was because of OKC, OKC's market in general versus all of that was Russ. Uh, no comment. At Adam Jacquez, do you think? I think think that's a real thing that going back to what we talked about on Twitter, I think that there's some of what I would talk about when I mean I responded and you ignored it. But yeah, (laughs) I'm not going to engage that Uh, (laughs) crazy fans. Um, But it's that thing of like, I do think the Thunder have a better shot to be a place where some free agents will choose to play because of the way they've been a team like the way they've done it yeah i do think russ was a hard person to get people excited to come play with yeah uh just because of his style of play like it's a very particular brand although at the same time like lebron and ad clearly wanted russell to come to la Mm -hmm. or they're not making that decision and so maybe it's just it takes some sort of like the highest echelon of athlete to want to play with russ but i don't know Mm -hmm. i mean further away like pretty clear that katie left because of not wanting to play with Russ anymore. Like it's part of it. One of the at least layers. part of the decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, Adam Jacquez, do you think that we will know what Poku is by the end of next season or will it still be too soon? Empty calorie stats. Taylor. Hmm. I think we're going to know first game. I think we're going to have a pretty good idea. If he comes out and averages like 27. <laughs> he won't average 27, 40, but 40% on the three point line. That'd be cool. I mean, we saw the last half of last season. He had some. We saw the Clippers game where he was playing against Air, where he was incredible. He was really good. It was awesome. How do we how do we set up offensive sets to where he can just be in space? Air. Shooters. Shooters, baby. Josh Giddy. We don't know if he's a shooter, do we? 
He's not. Not yet. Is that? That's not your dog that's running around your front yard, is it? Is it a dog? Yeah, it it's might a big be. One. A big one. Oh, yeah, not my dog. Okay. Uh, at Snowy Leopard, can you contrast the Thunder rebuild with the Sixers rebuild? Also, do you believe in increasing the value of the Thunder's own pick via tanking? Is the organizational's number one priority or just one goal amongst many? It's probably one goal amongst many. Also, contrasting them, like the Thunder very much, it's it's they're very similar, but the Thunder very much care about their players and make that a priority. So I also the way they draft is like way different. Yeah, because you mentioned this on something Wednesday, maybe Wednesday, yeah. as you were talking. And Alex is the one that, if you ever want to process the process, uh, Alex is very well uh, educated on that. But I think the thing that you mentioned that I do affirm, or or I agree with, or I think Alex maybe mentioned, I don't know, but mm-hmm. but the Sixers just always went best player available. Yeah, they didn't really have a brand of basketball that they were trying to find guys, and so they would have drafted Kaminga. Not Giddy at six. Without a doubt, they would have. Cause just because I think he has the most trade value. So it's just and that's one of those what they things. did. Yeah. Like that's that's why they drafted Okafor. Was because they thought that he'd have the most trade value. Yeah, that was not correct. It didn't work out. Uh, at Stone Cold S. Adams, well, you guys still love New Zealand fans, even though Forever. the arch enemy Australian has been drafted and Stephen is long gone. Forever, I want to live in New Zealand. Do you know? Listen, New Zealand fans, this is just for you to get mad about. I've heard now three people say, oh, wow, we've had um, now two players from Australia that play for us. Steven Adams and Josh Giddy. Wow. That's that's a casual. Just so you know, people that's here, that's a casual. But people here think uh, animals are going crazy outside of Andrew's house right now. It's very distracting. <laughs> it's not Shyamalan movie, The Happening or whatever. There's dogs was. running around. What's going on here? There's birds flying into the window <laughs> and falling down. There's rabbits. Our pet's. Faces are falling off. Heads. Wet heads. heads. Damn it. You kind of just let it rip today, man. You kind of have. It's kind of the choose dumb. Uh, I, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. At, I think it's lit. Who's the athletic guy that works for the Lakers, the beat writer? I want to keep up with all the Russ LA news, but I can't find a podcast like Down to Dunk or Wizards After Dark. Also, what Thunder jersey do you own and why? I have a Steven Adams jersey and a Russell jersey, and I, my good friend bought them for me, so that's why I have them. I need a new one. I don't know who to get, though. Giddy? Should I get a Giddy one? I haven't bought a Thunder jersey since I own I own a Kevin Durant one. That's the last Thunder jersey that I bought. Maybe I should get a jersey that has its J on the bottom of it. You should. It's J. It's uh, Andrew, I noticed J. you have your jerseys hanging up, and you do yeah. not have your Kevin Durant jersey hanging up. I don't. Actually, it would be kind of funny to hang it up. I think you should. Listen, let me just tell the people what jerseys you have up there. A Wizards Gilbert Arenas jersey, which is awesome. Yeah, it's Clippers cool. Lamar Odom jersey. Also cool. A Nuggets Boykins jersey. Maybe the coolest. Houston Yao jersey. It's hilarious. Lakers Shaq jersey. It's actually then, an LSU Shaq jersey. Ooh. It is? Yeah. You Check, should know from the number to Check be the number, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Holy his moly! What that is such is a weird uh, jersey, though. It's, it's like, like a, the green Nuggets jersey. It's a green it's a Hawks, it's Hawks, a Hawks jersey. Hawks jersey. Yeah, it's a weird one. There are also some jerseys behind that, though. We see. I think that's the big cactus jersey behind the Odom one. Is that Shaq's Phoenix Suns one? Uh, this is great podcasting, by the way. I don't think there's jerseys behind them. Do you have a I Heat jersey back I think there? You're just, uh, okay. <laughs> did you already buy a Kyle Lowry Heat jersey? I did. Yeah. Uh, Jovan Buha covers the Lakers as well as Bill Oram for the Athletic. Which one's swole though? Which one's Athletic? 
Oh, it's the athletic the. I got yeah. you. Definitely was that Yo- a joke? Definitely Yovan. It wasn't a joke? Definitely Yovan. Uh, oh I don't God. know. I don't. Oh they do God. have a podcast. It's called The Forum Club. So go listen to The Forum Club. Jay is dying in self embarrassment right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord. Uh, let's <sighs> see. Okay. Last question from at Pepsi United. Uh, what's your take on Presti saying that they pick people first and basketball players second? Here's mine. Adams was the best guy ever, and that didn't stop us from begging the coach to bench him in the playoffs. <laughs> good people don't win basketball games. Good players do. I agree to a point. You building a basketball team or are you building a uh, nice community group? You know? I yeah. mean, that's such a... like just cherry picking one guy it is definitely cherry picking it's like oh steven adams is a good guy and steven also was a good basketball player in large stretches of his career in oklahoma city the 2016 run a lot of it was able to happen because steven played a nice big role for them right like he was really really good that that year the The other thing is is like it's this high character guys are important and i would go through a majority of those who are in the upper echelon of the league and say that all of them would have come into an interview and been identified as high character guys. Yeah. You know, like Dame, LeBron, Anthony Davis, like all of those guys. Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. I don't think you would have questioned. I think there's things you would have questioned about Dion, but I don't think I would have questioned like his ability to come in and be a, a good part of the team. His play is insane, and he's got he makes some poor choices off the. But court. that was the. Th- I mean, but, back then though, they were just getting good players. It was not about high but character I think it, guys. I think for ten years, we all, literally, Kevin Durant was, the high character guy. Yeah. Well, it's and he's not saying we draft high character guys, not basketball players. Yeah. He's saying that we look at the character of these guys as well as their basketball skills, and we we take into account the kind of person that they are. Also, the kind of person that you are can dictate the ceiling that you have. There's right, been a yes. lot of like Work low, low character NBA you look at guys. Michael that Beasley have, compared to Russell Westbrook. Yes, that David Fisdell yes, whole, whole comment. Yeah. Crazy talent and couldn't reach their potential because of the character flaws. Like it's happened time and time again with guys. Anthony Randolph is another one. Anthony Randolph should have been an NBA All Star. Like he has that kind of talent, but he got drafted late. And has been playing in Europe for forever because of character issues. So it's not just Is it character or is it just is that just what his face looks like? Definitely character. Oh. I, <laughs> I I don't know who that is. I just He always looks sad. He does always look sad. There's just they're they're tied to they're tethered together. You know, there's very few NBA superstars, NBA like great or good to great NBA players that have like horrible character. Right, I do all. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. There's not most of the bad character guys don't achieve what they could yep. because of the issues that they've had. Yeah, you could go across the board, and you know, character is kind of a ambiguous term when it comes to what you're looking at with these guys, and right. you know, that's defined by the person in some sense. But I think if you look at guys that have high work ethic, want to come, show up, be a part of the team, believe in the overall team goals, like. You don't make it to the echelon that all stars do without being that. That's just a reality. Like, yeah, very rarely I'll say that. Do you get there? And I think it's the other thing is important is like 
this is also just something that a GM who is going to pump up the guys he just drafted would say. And they're like, like yeah, they we are, draft good people and then good players second, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, that's just something that's a Sam Prestyism. And those guys were are genuinely like good people. Now, people change and evolve too. Yeah. Like, you, you can draft somebody. Everybody's like in the comments, and I think these are warranted, like James Harden and Kawhi. I think when those guys were drafted, they were different people than when they got their max contracts. Like, things changed for them at some point. And that's okay. Like that's a part of their journey and they are superstars and they, they have like, I think that like character and values, like we probably have to separate those. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make things because just, just because you have what some people would say are like great core values. It doesn't mean like you can separate those two things to a degree. And especially for these, for these guys and everything that they have thrown at them. I think that you can separate those two quite a bit, and I would I wouldn't say that James Harden is like a bad no. character guy. Like he's not a bad guy. I don't think that Kawhi is a bad guy either. Do they make choices that make them seem sketchy at times? Sure. Well, I think the thing that separates Harden specifically for me is like <laughs> Harden is also when he's on the court, like you can disagree with the style of play all you want, yeah. but the dude plays until this last year. Every game. Yeah. And would lead through kind of the way he would play. Now he's difficult to play with. I get all of those things. Sure. I understand that. But like on the court, it, it feels very different than somebody that comes in with this layer of entitlement that doesn't want to work hard or whatever like that. And it's hard. This is a weird question because character really is like, especially when you're looking at NBA players, it's not a clearly definable characteristic that you like good, good people versus good players. Like well, good people are kind of a relative term to, mm-hmm. Yeah, people's assumption. Like, what does that mean? You know, yeah, it's different for different people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I would say that they drafted guys that are willing to work. Except for McGarry. Yep. I'm talking about this. These guys <laughs> yeah. that they just yeah. <laughs> they just drafted. That's a good example. Yeah, Mitch McGarry is a, a really good example of the character flaws and somebody like taking basketball away from him. Well, it's just you I know? guess it's more about like priorities. They just draft guys where basketball and being the best at basketball that they can be is their number one yeah. priority. That's yeah. what he's talking about play yeah, like the, person. All, uh, all those guys they drafted whether they work out or not, like they really want to be great basketball players. Yeah. yeah. Um all right, we got to go. Bye. Uh I did want to say I had the um cinnamon toast crunch popcorn last night. Oh my gosh! And really good, really. I'm I like sweet popcorn too, Same. and it's delicious. You can get it at your local Sam's Club. Is that the only place you can get it? I don't know. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I'll be doing stuff from Summer League, so look out for that. Is popcorn a bread? Technically, it would. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.